more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Five minutes after five here on High Tide. If you're thinking of heading out today, I think again is the bottom line to that story. We are looking at west to northwesterly winds below 10 knots becoming southwesterly 10 to 15 in the middle of the day, tending south to southwesterly 15 to 20 in the evening below 0.5 for the seas. Cloudy, the chance of a 100% of rain. But, Blakey, you tell us different. What do I tell you different? There's going to be more rain and thunderstorms and oh, yucky and... Don't know about thunderstorms, but there's a lot more rain. But it is dissipating. You look at the radar coming over the hills from the northwest. As it, once it drops over the Blue Mountains, it's starting to dissipate. So <clears throat> maybe the water temperature is still a bit warmer outside than what it is out here. And it's how, cl- it up. how close is the rain at the moment to Tenderfield? Yeah, uh, could have been a little bit. We'll find out. Steve Bowler, good morning. Well, I'm looking at the stars at the moment. Oh, well, so there you go. It hasn't got there yet. <laughs> I cannot see a cloud in the sky, to be honest. Is that Kieran Stay you can see to the north? <laughs> it is wonderful. It's, a, it's a light shining from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's been an interesting week for me. Uh, I've been um, doing a, a cheeky little bit of um, forestry work. A company up here um, driving a, a skid steer loader, which is something I never thought I'd do. But uh, a friend of mine, Ben from Armadale, uh, you know his dad. His dad um, <coughs> Kevin comes up for the uh, high tide shows. Yeah, but uh, <coughs> pardon me. Yeah, I got got into driving this skid steer loader just as you know, cheeky little bit of pocket money and, and so forth. But it's been yeah, very different. You know, it's enormous six-wheel beastie with a pincer claw on the back and I sort of never have driven anything like that before in my life but um, I've been tooling around the forest and winding through these little narrow tracks it's very selective there the native uh, hardwood uh, industry you sort of you know absolutely pick out that tree but leave everything else untouched and, and literally untouched it. You're not even allowed to bump into the trees, which um, you know, is, is difficult in a, in a vehicle that's sort of, you know, 28 ton or more. Um, but, you know, you, you, you sort of manage it and the thing only goes at a top speed of like 13 kilometres an hour. <laughs> yeah. I, I go a lot slower than that. You know, it's got a, got a little uh, like you ride on mower, you know, you've got the the hare and the turtle dial. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm turtle boy all the way. I'm right down. <laughs> you know, I'm going very slow. But, um, no, it's been, been good and um, some pretty country that we've been sort of in the, the eastern side of uh, Glen Innes there and some, some beautiful little streams and things like that on the properties and sort of had, had a cheeky little fish and uh, didn't do any good on the fishing front, but I, I did okay on the... Um, the Abbey side of things, uh, that was cool. And, um, you know, they're, they're sort of slowing up for, for uh, winter, the Abbey, so it was nice to get a, a, a last little cheeky uh, session in. And then I went out for a shot with Rasheen last night, but we absolutely skunked out. You know, there were rabbits everywhere, but I couldn't hit one for the life of me. So uh, we're going out again this morning because we've got an, an order for uh, butter rabbit this evening. We're going out to, to dinner down the street. And you might have to get a shotgun, Steve. Butter rabbit. Yeah. There you go. 
Yeah, no, look, I, I will be taking the shotgun this morning. Actually, I'm going to take the ferrets out. And, uh, it's cold enough that there's not going to be a sna- any snakes around, so the ferrets are coming with me in the shotgun, and we're going to go out and get some this morning for sure. So uh, that's that's my plan uh, this morning while it's uh, not raining. And uh, as I say, I can see every star in the, the sky here at the moment, so there's no uh, rain at the moment, but I dare say that might change for me as the, uh, the day progresses. It's quite possible. You will, uh, although it's still a fair way west of you, it's sliding down. It might not get to you. You might be lucky. Hopefully, hopefully. But um, yeah, one of the things I have been doing in my downtime this week is depressing myself going on the, the Blake's Marine Facebook page and it's just post after post of happy customers leaving with their boats. You know, so-and-so picked up this great spacer. So-and-so picked up this awesome bar crusher. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's sort of, uh, yeah, depressing watching that. that. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, I'd like that. Yes. I'd like. And that, that's the thing. I don't know how you can sell them. I'd want to keep them all. You know, there's, there's um, some beautiful boats leaving uh the, the workshop out down there at Mulgrave at the moment. So it's a, a boat show every day at Blake's Marine, as everyone knows. So get out there hey, and Steve, yeah, grab them before he sells them all. Steve, yeah. you know what's going to happen, don't you? Because he's got such a big property out there, it'll be buy your bar crusher here and duck around the corner and pick up your ram. <laughs> no. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> but, Kieran, you'd have to pick up your ram before the bar crusher in that case. Well, it does make sense, either yeah. way, I know that you would be able to put both together. Yeah, I know. Look, you don't need a ram for most of the bar crushers. Um, we've got the ram for some of the bigger boats as well, but because uh, you can tow most of your bar crushers with just a normal family sedan. Mm. But those big, big American um, fiberglass jobbies that you've got. Oh, there, yeah, the Robalos and the Chaparrales. That's a different kettle of fish. Yeah, that, they'd probably like a, uh, a big. V8 motor giving them a bit of a tow. Yeah, the funny thing with the Ram, its fuel economy is better than what a Land Cruiser is. Yeah, well, you know, Land Cruisers is genuine 1980s technology at today's prices. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of putting it, Steve. <laughs> oh, it is. Like, you get in them and it's like, there's not even power windows for crying out loud. <laughs> You've got to roll down the windows. <laughs> Might as well come with ashtrays. Come on. <laughs> And yet people up here love them. You know, they, yeah. they go absolutely mad for them. It's, oh, you know, all the young kids want to like, buy these uh, 76 Series Land Cruisers. And I just look at them and go, oh, kids, you know, like your, your mullet hairstyles. You know, you're just trapped in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look, you jump in a troopy and you just go, oh, why? <laughs> 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 well, anyway, boys, I better let you get on. Thank you, Steve. I'm sad that the weather's no good down there, but it's pretty good up here for the moment. It is. It'll be nice. Don't worry. We'll still get wet, but we need the rain. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. See, See you, Steve. Steve. Bye. Before we go too much further, yeah. Susan from Stanthorpe Morning, uh, Susan. Has, has rung in yes. and would like to know, why do you need to bleed fish and how do you do it? Well, okay. The reason you bleed them is to get the blood out of the meat. You don't want the you know night white, nice white flesh with all blood through it and staining it. So you'll normally cut their their throat at the bottom when you catch them. Tap them on the head first so you've, yeah. you've knocked them out. Then cut the throat and they'll bleed out fairly quick. There's not that much in them, and then you get a much better um, piece taste. of flesh out of it. Type of is thing. it just taste or look? Both. 
both. Well, you eat it with your eyes first, don't you? Mm. But, yeah, it's taste as well. Mm. So it's one of those things. Much better to bleed your fish. It uh, makes a much better thing. But do it ethically, please. Put them to sleep first. Don't forget, Al, tell people to put it on uh, ice as well. That's right. Well, that's what you're going to do. You're going to keep it on ice because you've got to look after the fish. You've got to always yeah. try to catch them. If you don't look after them truly right, you get it back, it's no good. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a waste of time. Yeah, and as you say, do it ethically. Treat them with respect. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're giving up their life so you can have a feed. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Just be practical about so, it. So, you know, it depends which way you want to knock them. i got a big donger that does it, or I can spike them through the brain, whichever. Mm. But, uh, yeah, put them to sleep. Cut their throat. Put them in a slurry then after they've bled out. Happy days. Mm. Too easy. There you go, Susan. I hope you uh, enjoy your day, and thank you very much for listening. Let's take a break. 14 minutes after 5 here on High Tide. Right now, Make-A-Wish is supporting over 800 critically ill kids across Australia. That's more Wish kids than ever before who need your support. Wish kids like Cooper. Eight-year-old Cooper has a rare neurological condition and often spends his holidays in hospital. His biggest wish is to have a fun holiday in the snow, throwing snowballs and building a snowman. Thanks to Make-A-Wish, that's all about to come true. Helping sick kids like Cooper find hope is something we all have the power to do. You can help create inspirational wishes. Donate today at makeawish.org.au. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento, awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Are you thinking of making a move away from the hustle and the bustle of city life? Maybe you've got a few acres and a new country-style house in mind, huh? Well, whatever you're after, you can build it very, very easily with Pal Kit Homes. Find out more at Pal Kit Homes. That's P-A-A-L, P-A-A-L, kithomes.com.au, or phone them. Pal Kit Homes, their telephone number is 1-800-024-912, one 024 912. If you're looking for value for money on all homewares, then check out the incredible savings at Peters of Kensington. You'll get more bang for your buck on cookware, small electrical, dinnerware and tabletop items, kitchenware, Manchester, luggage and more. All the top brands are at Peters. Scanpan cookware, Rydell glassware, Wedgwood dinnerware, Stanley Rogers cutlery and Sheridan towels. Visit their flagship store at 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, open seven days a week or shop online. Petersofkensington.com.au Why in the world would you shop anywhere else? Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. 2SM has Sydney talking. 
of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. And good to have the pleasure of your company this morning at 17 minutes after five in our listening area. Lismore today, 11 degrees at the moment, heading for a top of 26. Newcastle, 16 to 23. Gold Coast, 16 to 23. Mudgee, 13 there at the moment, up to 16. And Parks, 14 to 16 degrees. Have you flown into Parks? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Parks Parks is a lovely spot. Isn't it a great and part of the little world? Little Haas Museum there as well. Yeah. Historical Aircraft Restoration Society. And but a lovely town too. Yeah. I've been out there to the Very Elvis, quaint, isn't been it? Been there to the Elvis Festival. Oh the Elvis Festival. It is They're spectacular. Huge. Absolutely great. <laughs> massive, massive weekend. Have you been to you have you dressed as Elvis, Kieran, and been to the uh, the Parks Festival? Yes, I have a lifetime ago. A lifetime ago. A lifetime ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The road still went over the mountain. It was uh, tar, but just. it was only just laid. Yeah, okay. No worries. Uh, listen, uh, while you blokes are talking about fishing, just before you pick up our good friend Carrots, yes. let me tell you, in your backyard of pit water, there's plenty of brim, flooded, kingies, been plenty of bonito around as well. So if you want to fish around the headlands, Barrenjoey, Scotland Island, Newport Arms, Portuguese and the Basin. Yeah, I'd love to fish around the Newport Arms. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> on the back deck. <laughs> yeah, right where the pizza machine is would be absolutely awesome. <laughs> Oh, well. Hey, we have time to get our race selections for today. John Karakasanis, good morning. Good morning, Grant. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, fellow rabbit <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. Good win last night. Oh, well, I got a new intro after a South Sydney win like that, mate. Um, just play the South Sydney theme song. Theme song. Right? That's it, yeah. Uh, Grant's and, busy looking at your tips, that's why. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Well, I've got two at Rose Hill and two at Eagle Farm. Let's let's start at Rose Hill. They're racing on a uh, soft five there today. What do you like? I like in race four or five, Vow Master. Race down the bottom. Race four or five, Vow Master. Not race four. Let's go to race five. Yeah, Yeah, number ten. Race five, number ten. So race five, number ten. Yeah, and race nine, Democracy Manifest. Uh, Democracy Manifest having a run here today for Chris Waller. Jane Moreira's got the ride on it. So it's race nine, number seven. Race nine, number seven. He's there. a special because he's wearing red and green. Uh, <laughs> see what you started? See what you started? What about Eagle Farm today? We're racing on a good four there. The weather is fine. Heading for a top of 23. Uh, well, that's my best bet of the day up there. Um, and Tino. In race six or seven, six. Race six. It's about about even money. Uh, 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 Race seven. Yep, race seven, number six. Race seven, number six. Your best. Yeah, and in race eight, Private Eye, number one. Private Eye for Joe Pride. And Brenton Abdullah, two dollars thirty. Brent Abdullah's going up there for that ride. That's a good leg up, isn't it? Oh, well, he goes good at goes good at Eagle Farm. Mm. He won a he won a Queensland Guineas, and he should have won last year's Stradbroke, actually. Nice. 
they should be beating these. And he also ran second in a in an Everest grant. So uh, I don't think there's a there's any other horse in that field that would even make an Everest. Yeah. What else have we got? Yeah, nothing. Uh, nothing outrageous there, is there? No, he should be winning and winning easy. Twelve hundred, the right sort of distance too. So there's no excuses. John, thank you very much for your time this morning. We appreciate you're, it. You're welcome, my friend. <laughs> You'll have a smile on your face all day after that win uh, last night. Oh, gosh. Uh, we were pretty awesome, actually, weren't we? <laughs> our, 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 our defence was the best defence I've seen in a yeah. long, long time. Yeah. Well, they Kieran made the statement earlier that he reckons Cameron Murray's overrated. Oh, jeez. You wouldn't mind him at Parramatta. <laughs> what for? Man, he gives away more points than he earns. <laughs> Mate, if you have a close look at that, what's the name? That it was shoulder to shoulder, shoulder. and he, he, he fell. That's right. There, there was an incident later on in the game where a South Sydney player got taken out, and there wasn't even a penalty given. Let alone ten minutes in the bin. They're kidding. Some of those I'll rules. Give you, I'll give you this: that the refereeing was uh, what you would call average. Mate, stop blaming the referees. They get, they <laughs> that get, will never happen, carrots. That will never ever happen. <laughs> they get little uh, buzzers in the air from the bunker. The bunkers blame. Kieran, what we need to do is find a referee that rides a push bike for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and owns a jet ski. Goes to the bloke upstairs in the and snorkels. And he shouldn't do that. Oh, Karen, congratulations, mate. You've been here. I had no idea. We'll just let these two fight. We'll go grab a coffee. We'll be back in a few moments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I think you better just pull the plug on, Karen. <laughs> See you, Karen. Just, just, just pull, pull his life support cord out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John. Have a great day. John Carrick. Hey, guys. John Carrick is there. Oh, my goodness. So okay. The here's t- tips. What did I do with Race them? five. Really this is them. at uh, Rose Hill. Race five, number 10, Vowmaster. Race nine, number seven, Democracy Manifest. Eagle Farm. Race seven, number six, uh, Antino. And that's his best bet of the day. And race eight, number one, Private Eye. Perfect. They are the tips. I'll whack them up on the Facebook page in a few moments. Time time to catch up with Peter Johnson. Good morning. G'day, Grant. G'day, Kieran. How are you? Guy, you've been out and about this week, I know. The weather has been absolutely pristine. So how are the fish biting and where are they biting, more importantly? Well, everything was going all right until Friday afternoon. The, the nor'easters started to pick up and that's generated a bit of a swell. But um, I think I think your your northern head, the northern side of your beaches, in the leeward side of the headland. So in the in the, in the southern sides of the headland, you'll get a bit of respite from the swell, and you'll get a bit of respite from the wind. Now the tides, the tides are um, by memory. I think their lows about nine o'clock on Saturday, nine thirty on Saturday by memory. So I'll be about yeah, about, sorry, about ten ten on Saturday morning. It'll be um, that'll be your low tide. So if you went there and you fished the falling tide from say first light, 
you'd, you'd have a good chance of getting um, some snapper with a good cast out onto the sand or what they call the gravel or the broken reef. You'd have a good chance still in the white water areas of the deeper ledges of some drummer in amongst the, the, the boulder holes. And if you've got an area adjacent to some deep water where there's a lot of white water hanging off from the rocks, uh, the bait fish will be hiding under the rocks. So for my money, that would be a great place to find a, a tailor and a few bonito. Um, you know, and you can do either lure fishing of those, whether you want to toss metal lures or... Um, or uh, wooden uh, or plastic um, uh, minnow-type lures, or just fish with the good old uh, gang pili. I mean, that'll be uh, that'll be great fishing. Um, for, for your snapper fishing, I'd be using baits like whole squid or mullet fillets. Um, if I'm using mullet fillets, I'll generally cut a mullet fillet lengthways in half, and I'll fish on a snood rig with uh, two five o's or two seven o's, depending on the um, the run of fish that's around. And the um, you know you can also throw a, a half pilly on a five o or a whole pilly on a five o and a ball sinker right on the hook. And um, ball sinker anywhere from pea size up to um, up to thumbnail size, depending on the swell and the current at the time. Um, drummer, I'd be using um, some cut candy or some royal red green prawns, or if you've got um, plenty of bread, just buy a loaf of white bread and scoop the inside out and firm it onto a, a 1-0 hook or a 2-0 hook and make sure it's an extra strong or a double extra strong hook and a ball sinker right on top and some uh, 15 to 20 pound nylon and you'd be in business there with your drummer off the rocks. Um, the beaches, there'll still be some data about Grant. I think you'll find that worms and yabbies would be an absolute special bait for the beach. Uh, I think that... Yeah, I was watching Paul Burt the other day uh, on his YouTube channel, Step Outside, and he he, he said something which, which seems so logical, but yet a lot of fishers, you know, don't take it into account. They might take, you know, some river prawns down or, or whatever to go fishing off a beach, but you want to be fishing with a bait that is local to the area you're fishing with, and, and the worms seem to be a, a really big fire point for him. I know soft plastics work well too. I know you've, you you are a big rat for those, but which would you be going for if a gun was pointed to your head? Would you go the soft plastics or would you go the worm? Well, to be honest, Grant, I have a little speculator kit. I carry about a dozen soft plastics with me. Um, they'll mainly be like a, a two to three inch white curly tail grub type lure. Others will be a, a, a paddle tail fish like the the pro lure paddle tail is is ideal for that, as is the clone prawn. It's a it's a prawn imitation lure, and I'll, I'll take those in a 62 mil size and the next size up the um, the 90, and I'll use those just varying on the jig head size depending on the um, the the swell action. But off the beach, um, you know, like beach worms would be your number one bait if you can get a few pippies for bait. Well, they'll account for some good dart too. And, uh, and the brim, and let's face it, the brim, we we started to see a, an influx of good brim. Um, young uh, Xander Shoebridge last weekend in the Old Bar Tavern Fishing Comp weighed in a brim of 1.36 kilos. I mean, that's a tremendous fish in anyone's uh, language, and to see a 12-year-old bring that in, that's really great for the juniors in the comp. Absolutely, and great to see the young fishers out getting amongst it too. I mean, a friend of mine uh, from way back, he... Uh, 
was a very, very good uh, marlin fisherman uh, as a junior and won quite a few titles. And it, It's great to see that the, the, the tradition and the passion that we have for the sport continues on with the, with the younger crowd. Well, absolutely. And we, we, we reward these young, young boys and girls quite well. We've got two divisions. We've got the, the sub-juniors, which we call the Nemo's, and then we've got the juniors. And um, Pro Lua came to the party, and we've got lots of lures to give to them. Um, so, you know, we, we, we give the kids a prize every every month and there's an encouraging prize for the kids that didn't weigh in, so they'll get a, they'll get a pro lure pack. You know, it's just something to keep them going and it, it, it keeps the interest in them. And so what they want to do next, Clomp, is get out there and try the pro lure. And so, look, I caught that fish on the lure you gave me last month and, and for me there's no better reward than to see the juniors putting into use what you've given them, you know, but... Um, offshore fishing um, is, has been a little bit sloppy the last couple of days. Big nor'easters tend to you want to get out there early and get back before they blow up. And um, the, the seas are building. I reckon they could be two metres by tomorrow morning. But then again, um, that's that's going with what the wind forecast is, and we've all known that they've uh, they've been wrong before. But the, um, the the offshore fishing's just started to turn up pretty well. There's some really nice snapper and some pearl perch. Um, there's been a few amberjack caught on the northern grounds up off Lauriton. Down south, um, there's still some uh, long-tailed tuna being caught. Uh, there's tailor uh, on the headlands, and, and this is the time we get our big tailor. So if you want to work um, your, your, your chrome slices and your min- minnow lures and your stick baits, uh, from a boat into the headlands and then rip them back, you'll do quite well too this time of year. Um, now, the rivers, they're starting to starting to see the numbers of uh, ludic or blackfish starting to, to swell and the brim are starting to gather in numbers too. So uh, they're getting ready for their spawning runs, uh, the brim. So they'll, uh, they'll be on the beaches soon, but I know some guys are getting them off the break wall at Tuncurry and Foster. Uh, the blackfish... They're probably still more so up the rivers or at the back of the lakes than they are down the lower edges. But if you can, the key to it is getting some good green weed. Um, that they'll be fine. And the fish that have come up are dark, so that's indicative that they've come from the back of the lake. But all in all, Grant, I think uh, this weekend, whether you want to fish the beaches or fish the rivers or the lakes, is going to be pretty good. Um, a few mud crabs still about, and there's been some good blue swimmers coming out of Wallace Lake down there at Foster and uh, up the back of Greenpoint and Coomba Park. So, um, you know, if you want to feed the swimmers, I'd get out there before the water starts to drop in temperature and, and get the last of them while they're there. I'm going to bring up a new segment each week called PJ's Pick. Now, you mentioned it, you know, we can do a little bit on offshore, but you need to get out early. You said that the, the broom were getting ready to fire. But if you were going fishing today, where would you go and what would you target? If I was going to go today, I'd be going on low tide tonight at around about 8.30ish, and I'd be finding a nice gutter on a beach somewhere, or I'd be fishing... The last hour of the, the, the run out off the break wall, um, out towards the mouth of the break wall, whether it be the north wall or the south wall, and fishing a big slab bait or a big, um, a whole live mullet or a whole live tailor. Now, you've got to make sure that the tailor are legal size to do it. But, yeah, um, I'd be chasing a dew off the beach or off the break wall if I was to go fishing now, tonight. 
PJ. Tomorrow we want to come back and have a continue our chat from last week, talking about uh, your logs and everything. But I also want to chat with you about using light gear. I know it's a bit of a passion of yours. So are you up for that chat tomorrow? Yeah, mate. Yep, yep. Now we'll be good for that. Thanks very much for your time this morning, and we'll chat to you then. Right, fellas. Have a good day. See you later. And you too. Twenty-seven minutes away from six. When our son was in hospital on his 10th birthday and you gave him a call to wish him happy birthday, he's just turned 65. Oh, God. So you and I and my wife have been together for a very long time. I mean, honestly, John, you are one of the most non-biased presenters on Australian radio. You always show both sides of the story and that's why I listen to you. Just want to say thanks for having a space that we can just share our opinions, man. I really appreciate that. Being a, a young fella myself, I just feel like that voice is going, you know? Just people speaking their minds, man. I just want to say thank you for having a space to do it. Well, that's all right. It's here for you every day, so you don't have to go far, Sam. You can express your point of view here every day of the week if you want to. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. Choices Flooring understands that we all have different needs for our homes. So, what's your lifestyle? Whether you're a busy family or need healthier solutions, love natural fibres and textures, or just want the ultimate in luxury, you'll find the right choice for your lifestyle at our What's Your Lifestyle sale. So go online and view all of our What's Your Lifestyle sale catalogues, packed full of savings, inspiration and chances to win. Choices Flooring, the floor you've been searching for. Well, a couple of days of food and wine and entertainment. Uh, it's all there for you to enjoy. Outdoors in Pirama Park, Piermont, on uh, Saturday, May 6th and Sunday, May 7th. It's the 11th anniversary of the Piermont Food and Wine Festival. You can sample, you can buy wines from some of the finest winemakers in the regional areas of New South Wales, places like Orange, where they make beautiful wine. Uh, and there's Mudgee Wine. Hunter Valley wines are all lovely. You can feast on oysters at the Oyster Bar from the Sydney Fish Market and delicious hot food from your favourite Sydney food vendors. There'll be craft breweries and uh, distilleries and admissions, nothing, free. The Piermont Food and Wine Festival, got it? For more information, you simply go to piermontfestival.com.au piermontfestival, one word, .com.au or just show up on Saturday, May 6th or Sunday, May 7th to Parama Park, Piermont, overlooking Sydney Harbour. Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300-003-003. Australian Credit Licence Number 535100. 2SM, Sydney's Talking. 2SM, 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is 25 minutes away from 6 o'clock. Yeah, if you're 
in our broadcasting area. Well, of course you'd be listening if you're in our broadcast area, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, it makes, you can be listening makes on the logical internet. sense. Yeah, you, you can be listening you, over the, the internet. internet. We've got yeah. people listening in Ireland. And Bathurst, 12 up to 15. And Broken Hill, 11 up to 18. Taree, 12 up to 26. Beautiful. And I dare say at Salamander Bait and Tackle, it would be absolutely fine. Picture postcard perfect. That's what you're looking for. Matt, good morning. Good morning. Happy Saturday, chaps. Uh, 14.7, it says. 14.7 uh, at the moment. Then to get to 24, I was nearly going to put the air conditioning on yesterday afternoon. No, it's got warm at 26 or 27. Um, it doesn't really feel like we're just about to move into May, does it? No. It feels like La Nina, she's done it again. You just can't get rid of her. She's, it's, a, it's a leftover thing. Oh, are we in the, we're in the changeover, aren't we? Alan, you'd know. You're all over the weather. Yes, we're in the changeover. Okay. Well, is that a, how long does it stay like that for? Oh. How would you oh. know? <laughs> oh, it's like, okay, there's nothing definitive. That nah, was a, wasn't no. a trick question. Um, no, okay, right. so maybe this is a neutral, because it feels like um, March felt like February, and um, I mean, it was blowing nor'east yesterday afternoon. That's right. <laughs> um, and then today, I think we're meant to get a bit of rain later on this afternoon, and into that, there's, there is a low pressure system that they're talking about, and I had a look at it on the bomb, though. It doesn't look like it's going to do much up here. Um, but so uh, we've got uh, basically 24 degrees to tomorrow, 21 more or less. And then next week, if it stays the sunny symbol on 23 again, so hey, and next week's May, so uh, let's get excited about that. I saw you put the tips up. I've shared those on the Facebook page already. And just before we go on fishing, they've got a um, Go On Fishing Rock Fishing Safety and Skills Day, and by chance it's on today at Berube Surf Club, and that's hosted and run by the New South Wales Surf Life Saving, the New South Wales Government, a part of it, as is Port Stephens Council. So um, I think you can still book, it's not too late, um, and it's just online. So if you Google that Go On Fishing Port Stephens, you can book online and you get a free Hobie life jacket if you turn up and go through the... Was that one, Matt, that was put off from a, a month ago or so? Or is that another one that they've been running? I don't know, but when I look, I'm not sure exactly, but I, I did do a bit of research on there, and they do um, in different places. So they've done, yeah. this is a, they've done a couple in Sydney that I saw and one in Wollongong, I think, down south. So they look pretty good, and they've got a fair bit of turnout. And from what, from what the guys, the surf lifesaver guys were talking about it, they get rock fishing guys to go in there and do practical demonstrations as well as a little bit of theory and um, I think there's something, I think it's a great initiative and I think especially for those younger ones that if they're going to get into rock fishing well it can be safe you've just got to take some precautions and um, they're, um, they're trying to educate people here so I think um, it's a free service so I'd try and pop down there if you could and that's on from 9.30 to 3.30 this afternoon at Berube, um uh, surf Lifesaving Club there at um, Ruby Beach. So it's it's great what uh, Surf Lifesaving New South Wales does. I mean, yes. all those courses they ran for, for free uh, for surfers to teach them how to drag people out of the water, just absolutely epic. And, and such a great community-based uh, orientated idea. And for rockfish shows, I, I, I was looking some... I'm sure it was up the coast further, but uh, and I don't know if it was a paid one by Surf Lifesaving or the free one, but they were giving a, a life jacket away for those that sat down and did the entire course to do uh, rock fishing, and I thought that was a really great initiative as well. Oh, that's just, so this is the same one. Okay, cool. Area. So, yes, you get a free Hobie life jacket if you go through the, 
the, the thing. So, so you can just basically Google gone fishing Port Stevens, and it'll bring this one up. But uh, if you just Google gone fishing and rock, and uh, it's, it's all connected, and it'll come up to it. Rather than me read the whole website, that'll bring yeah. it up for you. And um, then you can have a, just a read of the initiatives. And even if you miss this one, um, and, and you get, you're able to get into the next one, especially for the, for the younger ones that want to do it, I think um, a great initiative, and we'll keep, keep that sort of stuff up. Safety is very important. Um, now, what have we got? Oh, we've done the tips, haven't we? And weather-wise, it's not too bad. Tides, have we done those? I'm sure we have this morning. Yep, yes. Um, you can do well, it. You're doing all my work. I don't know. Okay. You go for do it. Them again. I know. I've got the diary here. Hang on. It's been, it's been an hour <laughs> since we've done them, so. Uh, I don't think they would have changed, though. No, um, but new <laughs> listenership. People might be waking up and going, okay, I might head out today. Should I head out today? I don't know. What's, what's going on? I'll listen to High Tide. Is listenership a word? You just make that up. It sounds good, though. I'm going to go with it. Um... 3.06am, 1.49, got a high, so that's when um, oh, Kieran was probably still in bed. I don't know, there's no daylight savings, it's all finished up there, isn't it? Um, 10.06.66 uh, low, and you've got another high this afternoon at 4.24, 1.26, which is a nice little high tide. Off the beach is still a bit slow. Um, Martin's been getting a few brim, Scully's been getting a few brim and a couple of whiting in the mix on Baruby. Ah, now Terry, Terry the Zip Rock man, he got some really good crabs the other day, some blue swimmer crabs, and had a lot of meat content in them. And they had two trips in a row where they got a fair few. So mm. that's, that's interesting because it's, and I wonder if this cycle of, and the water's really warm on the beach, which is unusual for this time of year too. So I'm wondering if this cycle that we're talking about weather-wise that's playing a part there. Everything could be a tad late. Um, and there was plenty of meat content in the crabs, which is important. They were all blue swimmers. There was no um, mud crabs. And that was up around Shag Island there, just off the Soldiers Point boat ramp. And during the, the crab months, or the expected crab months, I didn't get many reports at all, to be honest with you. So that's the first good one I've had all year. Um, still lots of flathead in the bay. So that's one thing that sort of kicked off and kept going um, during summer. So the shortcut's going well. Sandy Point, Red Pate Point, all on plastics the guys mainly are using. You'll catch them on bait, of course, fish baits, of course, but shell bait amongst the boats there. Um, some brim around the boulders um, earlier on in the week when we had that little bit of a southerly swell. Um, on the break, well, a few brim, but still a bit early. I think the water temp's got something to do with that. Um, there's still a fair few mullet on the beach, I can, but then the commercial guys are saying that those nor'easterly winds might push them back as opposed to the westerly ones that'll make them travel. So they're sort of waiting for... Uh, a decent westerly push, and that will probably be, I guess, at the last of the mullet, because they had a fair, fairly good crack at them. Um, and after that, really, that water temp gets colder. Hopefully, we get some more brim on the beach, but whiting has been patchy this year, as we've discussed. Outside, though, Peter Silcock, really nice snapper around the outer light. 50, got a couple of 50-centimetre ones just in the washes there. The guy's got some on the gun site reef during the week as well, and some trag being caught up on the V and the 21 reefs. Um, the Urala Wreck, Urala Wide Reef, they were getting some nice snapper off that, as uh, Big Tommy as well, which is this one just south of um, the Outer Light too. So conditions are outside aren't too bad. I think it's um, like the moder- uh, moderate, so I think it's 1.5 or 1.6, so it's not, not that bad. A few boats went out yesterday afternoon for a fish up to Broughton Island. I know Sam, they got a couple of small kingfish around North Rock, and Cod Rock producing some small reds, um, and a fair few tail around, uh, look, uh, Fingal Island, around Big and Little Island. Um, what else? The odd blackfish off the break wall. Tad early yet, though. Uh, fingers crossed, I guess. Water temp might be a thing again. There's lots of them in the bay um, taking baits. They should soon switch on, hopefully. Long-tailed tuna, a couple are reported around the break wall, around the Anchorage break wall. A few guys are catching them in the boats out there around the front. 
Um, there was one come off the jetty at Little Beach. It was about uh, 16 kilos, so it's not a bad fish. Um, plenty of bonito uh, and those mac tuna still around in the bay. What else have we got on the lobster front? I've got written in the diary. Uh, they've got some nice lobsters around Fingal Head um, and down towards Big Rocky there. And last but not least, um, some flathead and brim taken up around Finninghams Island, Stewart's Island in Tillagoo Creek, and Garden Island in amongst the racks. So we're doing all right with flathead as well. So it hasn't been a bad week fishing-wise. Um, bread and butter species, the last of your... I guess those tuna, depends on the water temp, could keep going. Um, kingfish weren't very big, but there was a few of them around. Um, and some nice snapper being reported. Some nice, good, solid snapper actually being reported. So... There you go. Well uh, done. Stuff, Russ. We just have to wait for the cold water, I think, and that'll bring the drummer and the blackfish on, so for our winter species. So we'll get a bit more excited then. But hopefully the race tips in. Would you like to hear the petrol prices or all that? Yeah, give us petrol prices. Will that, that put dampeners on everyone's breakfast? No, no, no. I think this is a, <laughs> You say that, but unleaded, uh, 186.9. I think that's pretty low as far as I remember. Yeah. V-Power, 209.9. The diesel that I use, well, it's gone down a whole two cents. Uh, 196.9. An Al Santi diesel, the V Power diesel. That's two oh five point nine. That's gone down too because I remember that was like two eleven and two twelve. Oh, it was two twenty at one stage, wasn't it? That's cheap. I got some fuel for the plane the other day, and it was two hundred and ninety three point six. Ah, oh, well, that'll. But that's the aviation. Is that? That's a different fuel, right? Yeah, it's a higher octane, low lead fuel. It has an upgrade to the special There's no road yet. tax in that either. But do you get someone to pump it for you, or do you do it yourself? No, we do it ourselves. Yeah, it's not like you pull up at the at the plane service station and some guy comes out with a rag hanging out of his pants and he says, can I fill it up for you? No, we're not George oh, Jetson yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so suffice it to say, you know, you, do, you, do, you, do you get points or anything when you spend, like, I don't know, 2,000 bucks on aeroplanes? <laughs> frequent flyer points. Frequent flyer points. Yeah, they should have points off dust bait and tackle shops or something. There That's right. Yeah. Speaking of that, Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle, Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, 4982071 or on Facebook or website. Okie dokie, I can take a hint. You have a nice day, Chuck. <laughs> Enjoy yourself and have the races win. Uh, talk to you tomorrow morning. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> I love that guy. 13 minutes away from six. Every weekend, 2SM has Sydney talking. Join Pete Davis Saturday morning from 7. Do you think there may be some sort of leadership challenge to Scott Morrison before the next federal election? I, I think it probably would be political suicide. Join Dave Cochran Sunday afternoons. Do you uh, feel an interpretation can be made now from this state level, from the by-elections, to possibly a federal level? I will dread an Albanese ALP government. 2SM has Sydney talking. For a new website at a very affordable price, you should contact List Designs. Specialists in website development, List Designs can create a website for you that is functional, looks great, and at a fraction of what it would cost you elsewhere. And because they work from home, with List Designs, there are no expensive premises, so you don't pay for any fancy overheads. Go to List Designs, that's L-I-S-D-E-S-I-G-N-S dot com dot A-U, or phone 0404042492. Lucy was just five when she was removed from her parents after years of trauma and neglect. Her elderly grandparents took her into their care, but they were desperate for help to meet her needs. Thanks to Mission Australia, they're now wrapped in a blanket of support and Lucy has transformed into a happy, healthy girl. 
Help vulnerable Australian children and their grandparents when crisis hits. Call 1-800-888868 or visit missionaustralia.com.au to donate today. Now's the perfect time to try Arborvitae because for one week only, get up to 25% off online. Already stocked up on Arborvitae? Get in early for presents for the family or for yourself. Arborvitae sales are rare, so don't miss out. Head to arborvitae.com.au. That's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E.com.au for 25% off. Or call 1-300-879-863. For a game of golf you and your friends will love, take the chance to play Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club at Ludnam. With an immaculate 18-hole par 72 championship layout, Twin Creeks is an Augusta-like golf challenge you'll be raving about for years to come. To make a booking or for more information, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or call the friendly, helpful staff at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club on 9670 Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 10 minutes away from 6 here on High Tide. Good to have the pleasure of your company this morning and good to have yours in, Alan. Good to see you again. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Now, just before, this is very topical. We're going to go to Marine Rescue because the way you spoke about your little episodes during the week. I wasn't going to tell pa- Marine Rescue. Well, oh, I would because they'll put you on the radar for that. But they've had. Um, well, for my motor not working. Hang on. And the boat going flat. And then your boss not being the, able to row the boat. It didn't go flat. I just wasn't holding air. Well, that's going flat. No, it didn't go. No, it's still pumped up. Still pumped up. It's just a little, not quite 3.5 psi. Outcap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that it seems that Marine Rescues had more rescues this year than any other year. Let's go to Darren Schott, who's um, Acting Deputy Commissioner, and find out. Morning, Darren. Yeah, good morning. How are you going? Good. Don't listen to a work word that Blakey uh, says yeah, about I, me. I get Grant's <laughs> registration number. <laughs> <laughs> Has been a busy season for you guys, and, and a lot of them have been, you know, uh, what is considered life-threatening, over 800 so far uh, throughout the uh, boating season. That's a pretty big number. Yeah, it's a, it's a big number. Um, we've had our busiest season on record. Um, like we've had, a, as you were saying before, the weather's been great and people have been getting out, which is fantastic. But people, um, some people haven't been prepared, uh, which is uh, a bit disappointing, but we've, we've been there to help. If we drill down in the numbers, what's the two most common problems that people are having to be rescued? Well, number one is running out of petrol, which um, in, in this day and age, really, you could fill up before you go out. That's very avoidable. I know petrol gauges on vessels aren't, aren't existing or don't really work as well as what a car does, but certainly you could fill up before you go out. That's, that's, that's number one. 
and the other one is experiencing mechanical engine failure or battery failure. It's it's, it's a mess common issues. Yeah, it's interesting, but yeah, the fuel thing is inexcusable unless you've cracked a fuel line or something like that type of thing because as you say in the modern motors they've all got trip computers and tell you how much you need and what you've got to do so you want to have a third to get out a third to get back and a third in reserve that's the best way to do it good advice so and with the the batteries dual battery system or a little jump starter or something like that will get you out of trouble most of the time exactly and if if you're logged on with marine rescue via our app or via your radio we're going to find you quicker as well, so it makes it all easier. Now, when you log on, um, there's no dramas. You can't be, if you, if you get a radio call wrong, don't be embarrassed about it. We all do it, type of thing. And like Grant makes mistakes on purpose here every day, but we don't get upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> Good to have you back, Al. There's the door. Sorry. Can I get you the lift? <laughs> I'll push you in on the way out. <laughs> but it's true, isn't it? You, it's more important to get the information across rather than do it in a fancy or, yeah. um, you know, uh, sort of a way that, like pilots do. Basically, who the pilots are, get it wrong. That's right. Who you are, where you are, and what are your intentions. Yeah. That's basically exactly. So. Pretty simple. Um, yeah, look, you can use the app as well. There's, you know, obviously, uh, people are getting younger, more inclined to use a phone to log on and, and that's been a big uptake and, and that's great because with the application we get a um, we use the marine rescue free app you get the location of the boat or the last known location and we know where to start looking we know when to look as well so that makes it a lot easier too but certainly you can use a marine radio yeah and also just common knowledge on things about telling your, your people that are on board the boat, if they haven't been out with you before, you know what your registration number is, how you can get a GPS mark or where they are. So just little basic things. If something happens to the driver, if he's incapacitated for any reason, that they they can talk to Marine Rescue or something like that. Exactly, and if it's there are inexperienced boaters on board, and I, I'd I'd really promote anyone on board. The life jackets these days are pretty pretty simple to wear and, and not too intrusive, and, and throw a life jacket on if you're going offshore. It's uh, the safest way to be, and um, if you come come in danger, well, you're going to be floating in the water. Yeah, you make a good point with that. Now, you've got some new boats coming for the Alpine Lakes. Are they different to the ones you use on the coast? Well, yeah, like, obviously, every boat has a, has a, has a strength and a weakness, and, and the application of those boats are for that sheltered uh, inland waters, and it's going to be a 6.8-metre uh, uh, plate, plate vessel. And, yeah, that, they, they certainly are. They're all, all, all a little bit different. Um, depending on coast, coastal yeah. use or inland use. Now, all these new vessels being built are all being built in New South Wales too, aren't they? Um, yeah, look, you probably put me on the spot a bit, but yeah, 100% that boat is... Yamba, and, and Yamba Engineering Welding, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's not a Yamba Welding vessel, but most of our vessels are. Yeah, okay, vessels, that's but, fine. Uh, obviously, we, we try to support New South Wales uh, industry when we can. Now, if someone wants to volunteer or get involved with Marine Rescue, what's the best way to do that? Look, we can go to our uh, website. It has all the information. You can fill out a, a form and, or make contact with us there by email. You could make a call um, if you wanted to. But certainly um, places like we got Marine Rescue Sydney is our state communications centre. They're, they're our radio base that cover a lot of the state. Um, people can join up there and, and really cover a, you know, a lot of ground and actually learn a lot of great things about about what we're talking about using a marine radio and 
and that environment and um, and obviously you can join our boat bases as well but easy via our website. Yeah, so you make a good point. It's not just about going there to get on a boat crew because some people might get seasick and things like that. They want to help out, but they don't want to get involved with boats. Well, there's plenty of other things to do. Yeah, well, I think it's a good place to start. You, you really learn that the way it all works, and, and then if you wanted to move on to the boats, you can move on the boats later on. That would that, be my recommendation. Okay. Darren, thank you very much for your time this morning. You have a great and a safe weekend. You too, guys. Okay, bye. bye. Darren Schott from Marine Rescue. It's something I'd add on to the end of that. I I had a good look at their YouTube channel uh, too, and there's some good little advice on their YouTube channel well worth taking a look at. I mean, even somebody like you that that has been there, done that multiple, multiple times, you never know that one, or you just go... Damn, I forgot that. Yeah, that's an important thing to remember. Okay, we're going to update the news at 6 o'clock. We'll be back with more of High Tide on the other side of this Don't Go Away. The last hour of the program coming your way very, very shortly.